Hey there, and welcome back to Fulfilled, the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about the difference between fast fashion and intentionally thrifting your clothes, things like budget and environmental sustainability, and also dabbling a little bit in what brings you fulfillment as a mother and how to cultivate a heart of gratitude. This week's guest is my girlfriend, Sarah Palmer. She is at This Graceful Beauty on social media. She is a mom and a registered nurse turned entrepreneur who spends her days curating thrifted finds as a personal shopper. So I can't wait to share this conversation with you all about what it's like to be in the depths of motherhood and to still turn your face towards the light and seek fulfillment, whether it's a business or a creative hobby or just carving out some time for yourself. It's an episode that's going to leave you uplifted and encouraged that you too can find joy in the mundane and gratitude during the grind. Hi, I'm Tracy, an impassioned lady on a quest to slay working motherhood and find fulfillment. I'm here to help you navigate the beautiful and damned in the life of a working mom. I'm a PA, mom, wife, and lover of fashion who is guiding my fellow working moms to ditch the dread and find fulfillment in the wonder and the war zone that is modern motherhood. I teach you the clinical pearls you need to create a life you love, pearls you can apply today to change your life tomorrow. Skirt around those heavy real life topics? No way. Here you'll get an unfiltered ringside seat. You'll hear about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Parenting, step-parenting, marriage, motherhood, faith, and finances are all topics we will sit down and unpack together. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all the motivation and encouragement you need to help navigate working motherhood. Each week, it's like a mom's night out had a baby with a TED Talk. Then the mom's night out went back to work. Pull up a seat, get settled, and get ready to be inspired and encouraged. This is Fulfilled, the podcast. So today we're welcoming Sarah back to Fulfilled. Sarah was one of our very first guests with one of the most popular episodes. So if you haven't tuned into episode eight, head on back and do that where Sarah shared all about her family's journey with adoption. So we're changing lanes a little bit today. So Sarah, welcome back to Fulfilled. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me. So give us a little update. What has changed since you were interviewed last and what big changes are happening in your life and your business? Well, I had to look back and remember when we (laughs) did that episode. It was just about a year ago during National Adoption Month. Um, So I was still adjusting to life as a mom of three, homeschooling during a pandemic, um, and life feels a little bit back to normal now, which is super nice. Um, school's back in session. My boys are a little older and I'm enjoying their, their ages. Um, my kiddos are seven, three, and one. So we're definitely in the thick of it, but, um, a lot of joy to be had in everyday moments too. So just finally a year later, embracing having left healthcare and, um, just being at home and switching gears to, secondhand styling and reselling thrifted finds in order to just bring life to my little corner of being a stay-at-home mom. 
So let's talk about thrifting. As you know, a lot of the teaching that I do is about personal finance and managing your money. So how is thrifting, either our listeners thrifting for themselves or them using you as their personal thrifting stylist, beneficial to both our budgets and to the environment? So it's interesting. In preparing for our talk today, I was looking up different statistics about how fast fashion contributes Mm. so much to environmental pollution. And I was kind of, I found the statistic staggering that we create 17 million tons of textile waste in a year. That statistic is from 2018, um, but the EPA shared that 17 million tons of clothing ends up in landfills. And that's insane to me. Um, There are several accounts that I follow as resellers where their sort of mission in thrifting is being kinder to the environment. And I will be the first to admit that is not why I (laughs) am thrifting. I love to shop and I love great brands for not, you know, bogus prices. And so that was sort of why I walked into it. But since starting, I've found out so much more about the impact that thrifting and shopping secondhand can have. And it's sort of an area where I was always willing to do it for my kids, right? It makes sense. They go through their clothing so quickly. Um, They're just harder on it. And I didn't want to pay full price, even for things like Christmas dresses or holiday outfits or family picture outfits that they only wear once. It always made sense to me to like spend a little less, buy it used and then pass it along. And so I can't believe it took me this long for that to sort of click for my own self. Um, But since jumping in, I've learned so much more about the waste that's created and not so much just the waste, but also about how companies treat their employees ethically. There are some big name companies that I see a lot of different fashion bloggers sharing that make me cringe because what you and I get as a steal, quote unquote, for, um, you know, 15 bucks that we might wear once or twice, there's a worker, there's a woman, there's a son, there's a daughter that's creating that piece and not being treated fairly nor paid Mm -hmm. appropriately for their time and their energy and their effort. And so our choices in consumerism just go so much further beyond a brand new sweater or a great date night dress. So, if someone is listening and they have historically not been a thrifter or had some reservations about thrifting because clothes are used or old or gross, how can we sort of dispel some of those myths around thrifting? Because I buy from you and I've never gotten something that is old or gross. Well, so I think what's interesting is there are a lot of people in that camp, I was one of them, to be honest, where I didn't want to sift through a thrift store because it is full of all sorts of finds, right? They're getting donations from the community and that's what they're selling. So whether it has a stain or a tear or it's brand new with tags, they're not sifting through for that purpose. But when I'm shopping, I'm sifting through for that purpose. So when I am shopping and you choose to shop my thrifted finds, I've already done that legwork for you. So I love a good Sunday afternoon and thrift store. I grab coffee and get a kid-free afternoon and shop 
and try to find brand new with tags and I inspect each item for quality. So anything that has a stain, a hole, a tear, a pool, that doesn't come home with me. Um, and so I sort of take that heavy work out of it. However, I've talked to people who are like, you know what, I would love to go check out the thrift store. And my encouragement is that stores like Goodwill exist to empower those with special needs to be successful in working outside the home. And when I started to find out that these thrift stores serviced different populations, I was thrilled about that. I have a child with special needs and um, shopping Goodwill is especially important to me because my husband and I look to her future and we think like, will she be able to have a job? Will there be management that's supportive and accommodating to her needs? And will she be able to earn her own so that she can be successful? Um, so all of that's super encouraging to me. But at stores like Goodwill, all of the clothing is organized by color, size, and style. And so in their organization, it makes it a little easier to shop. So I know when I'm shopping, if I am curating a style box for a customer and I'm looking for sweaters or I'm looking for bottoms, I can go directly to those aisles. They're clearly marked. Um, and I especially love that it's color coded because when I'm honoring somebody's um, color palette, it makes it easier to skip over the colors that aren't applicable to that client's profile. Um, so I definitely think that they're, it's, it's worth grabbing a girlfriend and just checking it out. I think people might be pleasantly surprised at their experience, especially locally to where you live and to where the listeners might live. You might find consignment shops and they tend to be a little bit more um, meticulous about the items that they accept. And so that might be a better place to start if you're like, I'm not going in a thrift store. Um, I like to shop a variety of different stores. And again, Goodwill is just one example. There are, are other thrift stores near me, one that supports women who have been rescued from sex trafficking and others that support um, women and their families who are leaving abusive relationships. And mm -hmm. so it's also a really cool way to shop for a cause. And when you're making donations to those stores, you know that they're using those items in sales to support really good causes. And so I think the whole cycle of recycling our clothing and home goods can just be really beneficial for a lot of different parties. And you may never understand the full reach that you have. I love that. And as I have systematically and diligently shopped your thrifted finds in the last year. I have been cleaning out my closet of things that don't fit me, don't fit my current style, are no longer things that I wear or reach for, are not in my color palette. And I love passing those on to friends and family members, just like I love handing down my kids' clothes and also to you know, donate them to a thrift store or sell them on consignment. It gives those items new life for someone else. It's very mm -hmm. cool to think about, oh, this was handed down to me from my, you know, we do it with maternity clothes from my pregnant friend or my sister, and then I passed it along. And so it kind of weaves this cool story of like where that peace has been and the life that it's lived before it got to you and that someday you'll pass it on. It's really quite cool. I think that's really cool. And actually, there are many ways to get creative. I 
participate in a mom's group and typically once a year we do a clothing swap and Mm -hmm. it's just a fun girls night where we bring apps and desserts and you could honestly do this with your own girlfriends and just have a girls night. We all just like bring our stuff and semi organize it. Um, I go to a larger church, so we have more women participating, but we just like kind of organize everything by size and everybody trades. It doesn't cost anything. There's fun ways you could do it as a lottery or bid, but sometimes it's just fun. Like you're saying to create a space to pass things around to each other. And it might be something that's perfectly fine hanging in my closet, but I'm just not reaching for it. And now my friend can get a few wears out of it and have new life in that piece. So there's all sorts of creative ways to recycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. Um, So one of my very favorite things about being friends with you and doing life alongside you is this expression that you have for your humble, grateful heart. It is just so clear to me how truly grateful you are and you're honored and you are really good about sharing that. So can you tell us a little bit about how you cultivate that gratitude in, in the bounds of your everyday life and running your business in your home? You are just one of my most encouraging followers turned friends. And I'm grateful for you (laughs) because you are always in my corner cheering me on. And I always know that if I need to like run a business idea by you, that you walk alongside of me. And I love that about you. So thank you for that compliment. Of course. I, to be very vulnerable and honest, I've just, I've been through some hard stuff. I mean, in my last episode, we talked about our infertility journey and our decision to pursue adoption. And um, there's a sensitivity that has been born of walking through many years of, of hurt and waiting and just hard. And, you know, I believe in my heart that God writes our stories and that he weaves the details together. And we can't always see that in the moment. Um, I, of course, couldn't see the good in infertility um, that I can see now looking back on the way that he brought our family together through adoption. Um, But God's also called me to um, parent a child who has some extra needs. And that's just sometimes been incredibly isolating and a thousand percent harder than I could have ever anticipated. And in the course of managing that well and taking care of myself through being her mama, I was encouraged by a counselor to keep a gratitude journal. And to be quite honest, she advised me to do it to stay afloat. Hmm. She validated how I could often feel like I was just drowning with navigating all of the needs and managing the meds and the doctor's appointments and the babysitters from my little guys while we have, you know, frequent doctor's appointments and school meetings and all sorts of things. And keeping a gratitude journal and just being intentional about seeing the good has been incredibly beneficial. Um, And so I see my business as an opportunity for a positive outlet for myself and it's an escape from the everyday of life and motherhood, um, but it also provides connection and community with other women, which is probably the thing I miss most about working professionally. And so I think that there's an inherent gratitude in 
having access to fulfillment outside of motherhood. And it is truly an honor. You don't have to shop with me. You could go shop at the thrift store and text me and show me your finds. And that would be amazing. (laughs) And we would still enjoy that. But you trust me to shop for you. And a lot of brand new people I've met this past year in this business have become Instagram friends. And I love that. And I'm truly grateful for that because you're choosing to shop with me and you're trusting me to find pieces for you. Um, Like you and I spoke recently about your Christmas party and it was like, oh gosh, like she trusts me to help her feel beautiful and look great for a fun night out with your husband and your coworkers. Like I love how we can partner together in that being a sweet time for you and your spouse to connect. And I'm just playing this tiny role, but the fact that you seek me out and trust me to partner with you in that just continues that cycle of me feeling grateful and encouraged and fulfilled and validated in this role. And it just reminds me like, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't know if it's for a season or for a long time to come, but for today, I am truly thankful. So for those listening who don't know your background, if they didn't yet go back and listen to your first episode, tell us what you did in your professional life before coming home to become a stay-at-home mom slash thrifting stylist. So I don't think we talked about this before, but when I was a senior in high school, I wanted to be a nurse, but I also pursued modeling and I remember that my mom and dad sat me down and they were like, listen, we'll financially help you with one or the other. So we are supportive of both paths. If you want to pursue the modeling thing, like that's great. We recognize you like fashion and style and modeling. We're into that. But if you want to go to school, we'll support you with that too. And I mean, I'm not trying to be like ridiculous. I was just a good kid. Like I... I studied hard. I liked school. I like whatever. I just kind of have always had this even keel about me. And so I was like, oh, I think I should go to school. My parents did not tell me to make that choice. I was just like, well, I think probably like pursuing a nursing career is going to go further. So I'd say that because, you know, 13 years of of nursing uh, in an acute healthcare setting, I worked primarily on a cardiac floor, which was you know, ironically, my heartbeat in nursing was was cardiac care. Um, and then once my littles were born, I transitioned to working as a hospital supervisor, which the autonomy in that and the personal connection with patients and their families and with physicians and colleagues as well was the most fulfilling part of, of that job. Um, and so it's interesting how I've circled back to fashion and styling and um all the while haven't lost the opportunity to personally connect with other people and to have conversation mm-hmm. with them. It obviously looks a lot different than, you know, running to codes and managing staffing and rounding in the hospital. Um, but in many ways it is still just as fulfilling. 
Fulfilled is supported by Styleboxes with Sarah. Styleboxes are a curated collection of personalized, thrifted fashion finds sourced by my friend Sarah of This Graceful Beauty, specifically with you in mind. Simply choose your size, style, season, and color preferences. Then Sarah shops new and like new premium fashion items. Grab a style box for an upcoming date night, girls weekend, wedding, bridal shower, or to up-level your closet this season. Choose the items and voila, your fashion finds arrive on your doorstep. It's a great way to save time, expand your wardrobe, and support a small mama-owned business in one beautifully styled box. Head to Instagram, follow Sarah at This Graceful Beauty, tap the link in her bio to order your style box today. The thing that I love about the way that you talk about it and the way that you paint this picture is that what you're doing now is a valuable, wonderful use of your skills and that you stepped out of healthcare, but you didn't step out of the opportunity to seek fulfillment with the skills that you already have. So you were great at communicating, you troubleshooted well. Like So those were things that you did as a hospital supervisor. And then you said, hey, my family needs me to come home. I'm going to follow this tug of my heart to become a stay-at-home mom. But that you didn't say, that's all I'm going to do. I'm shutting the door on the possibility of doing something else. And you found a way to both bless your family financially, to fill up your own cup, and to have fun while you do it. Which I think when we when we think about this, we think of like, I'm a working mom. I work part-time. I work per diem. I stay at home. Like, like those are the only four ways that you can do it. Like it's a category and you have to stay in your lane. Well, no, there's thousands of different ways that you can show up in the world for yourself, for your family, and that you can use your unique skills and abilities. It might not be the exact way that you, it says on your diploma, and that doesn't matter. That's not the only way. I think it is so important that as women, we recognize that we are not just anything. Yes. We minimize our roles into these categories that you were saying. And then we think, well, that's, that's just it. That's all I'm going to do. And, you know, we've talked about this before, like motherhood is just entirely more isolating and mundane in the day to day than I ever was prepared for or anticipated. And I know that caring well for myself means that I in turn, am a better mom. I'm a better friend. I'm a better wife at the end of the day. And those things are super valuable to me. I want to feel good because when I feel good, that pours out into the people that I love the most. And so for me, I had to find something. Choosing to leave my professional career was necessary at that time. When the world shut down, I had a brand new baby and two older kiddos whose lives looked radically different than they had looked in the weeks prior. And, you know, making that decision, it was very intentional. And yet, it felt like a huge, it felt like I lost my left arm. Mm-hmm. You know, that was what I knew. And I had for many years married, working professionally with being home with the kids. And during a pandemic, that just looked a lot different. And it took me a long time. I, if I'm being honest, it took me a year to be okay with that loss. It was a big loss. Um, and so, you know what, for some people, being a full-time working mom or part-time work or even staying at home, that might be enough. 
And I have definitely had friends challenge me like, are you sure you need one more thing? Your, your plate's really full. Well, you know, my plate is really full with the needs, meeting the needs of my kiddos. And I'm thankful for the ability to pour my energy into that. But I also know that I need this for me. And my kids benefit from that too, because when I feel good about something that I'm able to do for myself, then that pours out into my relationship and fill in their love tank as well. And it's been fun. My daughter is the oldest. And so she loves to thrift with me. Mm-hmm. Um, she still talks about what we call the Luna dress, um, that beautiful sparkly <laughs> number she found um, that I believe Which made I way to your closet. <laughs> yes. She was so invested in that dress. Um, and sh- it's fun because she'll come along with me. Not always. Cause that definitely adds a dynamic for me, but, um, she will come and she'll say, who are you shopping for? What color should I find? What style do you want me to find? And, you know, and that has created unexpected time together for her and I to sort of have a date too. And so there's beauty in, in so much of it, but if there's someone listening who is just in the thick of mom life, who needs an outlet, it doesn't have to be a, you don't have to start a business. You could even start as simply with just writing down five things you're grateful for every day. And that honestly could turn your whole outlook around. Um, but I want to speak to that because I think for me, like this business was very intentional in that I needed something to replace the fulfillment I received outside of the home that was no longer going to be an option. I think that like when you say you're not just anything that we say we are, it reminds me, someone recently told me um, that she was going to stop being an either or and start being a both and. I love and that. So like she was like, I'm going to change my mindset from I'm either a stay at home mom or I feel fulfilled. I'm going to be a stay at home mom. And I'm going to find ways to cultivate fulfillment within my everyday. And the same is true. I'm not either present and love my kids or I work full time. Nope. I'm a present mom who loves my kids and I work out the outside of our home full time. And that you're not, because when you say either or, you're giving yourself two options and you're saying it's this way or that way. And there's no compromise and there's no gray area. There's no blending. And that's not how the world is. It mm-hmm. You can be both and, and you're not just anything. <laughs> I love that. I love that and mentality because there's just a lot of power in recognizing that we are women and we fill a lot of different roles and we are better together when we encourage each other to embrace And, you know, and certainly I think that there are times when doing it all is a lot and it's overwhelming. And that's, again, when we come back to that community of other women, like in our corners telling us like, you've got this and I'm here for you and just showing up for each other too and having rich, authentic friendships. And honestly, sometimes even space on social media to just plug in and know like, there are certain accounts I follow because they're encouraging and, Mm -hmm. you know, we can choose our input even in that world. I've met a lot of people online through this business opportunity that I may never get to meet face to face, but Mm -hmm. there's still rich community there. Mm -hmm. And there's days where like, I need that to just get to the next thing, make it to bedtime, make it to nap time, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Sarah, before we sign off, I want to take a moment to highlight one of your signature offerings. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. So tell us what are style boxes and why do they rock so very much? So this idea was born out of my desire to thrift and resell. Um, I have a knack and you can speak to this mm-hmm. when I have sold things to people. They tend to stick in my mind. I tend to remember who likes this color or who wears this size or where people work or what they like to wear for cozy clothes. And I'll be shopping and I'll be thinking of customers. And so when I think of you and I pick up something for you, I love to just reach out to you personally and let you know I found something. And as I began to do this on a repeated basis, I had a friend who said, you're missing an opportunity here to put together a whole collection for different individuals, whether it be someone you know or brand new clients, and up the ante so that you're not just thrifting one or two things here, you're putting together an entire collection. Um, And I've heard a lot of feedback that some of the commercial brands that offer style boxes just aren't as personalized and they can be pretty expensive. And um, I think that there's something to be valued in working one-on-one with the stylist, who is yours truly, Mm -hmm. and um, thrifting. But again, I'm doing that legwork for you. So it's really like a personal shopping experience where I am shopping according to your size, style, and budget preferences that you share with me in advance. And then as I shop for you, I'm communicating with you. whether I need help understanding your style or whether I want to learn more about what colors best suit you or um, what types of brands you love the most. There's an ongoing conversation typically as I curate a collection. And then before I send anything your way, I prepare a personalized preview. That preview includes each item that I've selected for you and it may also include style pairings, outfit ideas, Um, just anything that I think will be beneficial for you to look and feel your best self. And then you ultimately get to decide which pieces show up on your doorstep. And it's just a great way to shop secondhand. You can do it all from the comfort of home. And for those who have never thrifted or worn secondhand styles before, it can sometimes be a great way to jump in and experience secondhand styles before feeling Like, well, now I have to go to the store and sift through all the racks and hope I find something good. Um, And this way, we build a relationship. And I've had several people um, trust me and come back season after season to get a refresh for that season. Um, And in addition, I've had people reach out and ask for specific styling help for events or family photos. And that's always super fun, too, and always available as well. Um, So that's style boxes in a nutshell, um, but they've been a lot of fun to do. And it's a lot of fun to shop secondhand stores with specific clients in mind. It's really a partnership and that's a beautiful thing. And I, as a repeat customer of yours, I have done us, I did a style box over the summer, which I absolutely adore and still wear daily pieces that you got me. And now my office calls you, um, Sarah, my personal shopper, um, because I'll be like at lunch, I'll say like, Oh, Sarah found a new 
insert any piece of clothing for me. And you're like, Hey, I picked this up and it's in your size and it's in your color palette. And I really think you'd like it. And like nine times out of 10, much to my budget's dismay, I say yes, because you know me and my style so well. And I feel great because I'm supporting someone that I know and love. I feel great because I'm not buying something new that's caused more sort of environmental downstream effects. It is actually budget-friendly, even though I buy a lot of it, because I'm getting a White House black market shirt for $15 shipped or whatever. Um, And so it's really cool. I feel like I have a personal shopper, and it's you, and I have all of these new-to-me items that have refreshed my closet, and it didn't cost me hundreds and hundreds of dollars and it's not and it's really good brands like it's crazy what you find and what I get to add to my closet for what feels like a really really good deal but I don't feel slimy about it like I'm not like oh I'm just buying chintzy budget pieces just for the sake of buying them I feel like I'm being frugal and fashionable and it's very wholesome I feel good about the spending of the money That's awesome. I love hearing that feedback from you. And I don't think I'll ever stop sending you personal pieces because (laughs) I do. I truly think of you. And, um, you know, I have several clients in my that come to mind like that, where they're just frequent supporters. And Mm -hmm. so they're fresh in my mind. But having the opportunity to do a style box because you fill out information, I then am better equipped to think of you when I'm I'm shopping anyway, because you share more details about your sizing and style preferences. Um, but it's, it's honestly, it's been so much fun and the feedback has been great. I even had a customer whose husband was very impressed that the styles were all secondhand. And like you're saying, I mean, my goal is that you feel really great about it. Not that you're like, great, I might wear this once. I meticulously look over these pieces and I try my best to include new with tags items Um, typically I can find new with tags items when I'm shopping. Um, and many clients can speak to this, that there's times that I'm like, I'm almost there. I almost have your preview ready, but there's a piece missing. There's something missing. And, um, I just, it's sometimes my turnarounds about three to four weeks is about average. Um, but I'm communicating with you during that time. And, it's truly because I want to be intentional about the pieces I find so that you're truly like, this makes me feel so beautiful. Um, If I could share with you one thing in wrapping up, my ultimate goal for this business is that women of all shapes, ages, and sizes walk away feeling their best and most beautiful self. And I most recently had a customer that came to me who was a newer mom and admittedly just not feeling great in her wardrobe. And I count it such an honor that she would ask me to partner with her in choosing pieces that help her feel better about herself, even in the daily of changing diapers and running errands and getting to play dates and doctor's appointments and what have you. If I can just make one woman feel better about herself because of the clothing she's wearing on her body, then that is like, I've arrived. I feel really good about just partnering with other women to help them feel loved and beautiful and supported exactly where they are. 
And you are doing a very wonderful job of that, Sarah. So if someone is listening and they are ready to freshen up their wardrobe, or maybe they're just curious to learn more about curated thrifting as we've been talking about it, where can they go to find and connect with you online? So I think the best source for them to connect with me for all things thrifted is on Instagram. They can find me at this graceful beauty. And once you find me there, I'd love to have you follow along. I love to share things, tips on styling. I love to share behind the scenes of curating a style box. And I also love to host story sales where you can just pick up a piece or two and just get your feet wet with secondhand styles as well. But once you follow along, there's a link within my profile that allows you access to sign up for a style box or to shop my Poshmark closet. Um, And there's just so many different ways that we can connect within that space on social media. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Sarah. I really, really appreciate it. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks for having me back. Until next time, keep on slaying your own fire-breathing dragons. Thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of Fulfilled, the podcast. I have a favor to ask. If you like what you heard today, please tell your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on social. You can tag me on Instagram at Mrs. Tracy Bingaman, and you can tag the podcast at Fulfilled Podcast. And please consider leaving a review. I'd love to hear what you think, and your reviews can help other moms find me so they can grow alongside you. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't forget to subscribe so you get next week's episode automatically in your podcast queue. Instant inspiration and all the mom jokes? Yes, please. We'll see you next week on Fulfilled the Podcast.